picture the scene. You woke up Christmas morning after a huge Christmas Eve in the pub where you promised yourself you was only going for one and you wasn't going to ruin Christmas dinner again this year. You wake up after three hours sleep greeted by a Bucks Fizz and a Bacon Sarnie and you think the only way to get over this hangover is to keep drinking. So you head down to the pub where you sink your first pint still feeling awful but the second one brings you back to life and you cram as much beers in the two hour period that the pub's open as you possibly can and you head back home for a lovely Christmas dinner. Except you can't eat any of it because you're full of beer and last night's gear. There's another Christmas ruined. Your mum's fuming, you and your old man are steaming as you went in the Christmas gooch period filled with more pints, lines and talking shit than you ever have before. But not this year. This year, you sober soldiers, you sober warriors, you are going to stay sober over the festive Christmas period. And I've got some wonderful, wonderful guests and members of the public about to tell you their top tips and exactly how you can. So listen up and listen good. Alcohol-free beers, alcohol-free mulled wine, alcohol-free life. If you're feeling worried and anxious about being sober over the Christmas period, don't worry any more. And a happy new year. You can have that one for free, ladies and gentlemen. Final episode of the year. What a year it's been. Um, I did this... I wanted to do this last episode, sorry, um, on staying sober around Christmas. I went sober in October, um, which November, December, the next couple of months, quite heavy on boozing, uh, you know, Christmas work parties, which I'm sure by the time this comes out, everyone would have got through their Christmas work party, hopefully. Um, and if you didn't and you, you did drink and you didn't want to drink, don't beat yourself up. You know, you just start again. Don't worry about it. You you can start again. Doesn't mean that you have to keep drinking if you don't want to drink. Um, and yeah, the other the other challenges day challenging days around Christmas are obviously Christmas Day, Boxing Day, the Christmas Gooch, um, which is the period between Christmas Day and New Year's Eve, um, when no one knows what day it is, and there is kind of no rules kind of goes to like airport rules you can just drink whenever you want because no one's working everyone's chilling out um and then obviously new year's eve is a massive massive one which is really difficult to navigate because you know the champagne at midnight all that other stuff parties house parties um and what i wanted to do was do a little episode where i get not just my advice, because my advice not work, might not work for everyone, but all different people's advice and what they've done over the years. Um, this can be from people that are, it's their first sober Christmas, and um, this is what they're planning on doing. People that have been sober for four years, five years, people who've been sober just for last Christmas, and give you guys, the listeners, a little bit of advice on how they stayed sober and maybe some tips that you guys can use to stay sober over the Christmas period. My number one tip for getting through Christmas is that when you're dealing with challenging people, accept the fact that you're in a room with them and you're challenging 
And at once upon a time, they probably found you challenging before you got sober. And maybe the fact that there's a new version of you, it's rattling them even more. All right, carry on being authentic, carry on being you, and enjoy drinking what you want to drink. Hello, I'm Jodie, and I'm coming up to one and a half years alcohol-free. This is going to be my second sober Christmas. So here are my top three tips for survival. Number one is to keep the traditions where you can. For example, if you enjoy a book's fizz on Christmas Day morning, continue with that tradition. Just replace the booze with alcohol-free fizz. Number two is to drive. If you're going to go and see friends or family or go out to a restaurant, as soon as your social battery undoubtedly runs flat, you can leave whenever you feel like it. And number three would be to embrace all the alcohol-free drinks that are available to us now. Most importantly, have fun. If you can get through a sober Christmas, you can do anything. Hey Nick, Rich here from Clean Break Brewing. Um, my number one tip for an alcohol-free Christmas and New Year is to get the alcohol-free drinks in and have them ready in the fridge so when you get that itch, you can definitely scratch it. Uh, my recommendation would, of course, be Clean Break Brewing. So, uh, yeah, check it out. We've got Christmas gift cracker packs. So jump online and place an order ready for Christmas and for dry January, of course, as well. Cheers, mate. Hi guys, Jamie here from They Think It's All Sober and here are my top Christmas tips. Number one, pick your battles. You don't need to go to every single thing you're invited to over the Christmas period. There's so much on work drinks, friend drinks, family drinks. Be there for the people that really need you, your close friends, your close family, but most importantly, yourself. And my second tip is if you do go out, don't be afraid of leaving early. Don't be afraid of a cheeky Irish goodbye. If you're not having a good time and you feel like it's getting overwhelming or maybe you're thinking about having a drink because it's shit or someone's pissing you off, just get out of there. Best thing you can do is be at home, be relaxed and be ready for the next day. So yeah, they're my two tips. Enjoy Christmas, enjoy the new year and uh, yeah, have a good one. Hi guys, Matt here. So if you're worried about drinking on Christmas Day or New Year's Eve or over the festive period, my advice to you would be to remind yourself of why you don't want to drink this time. It might sound fun having a couple of beers again, but there's a reason that you're trying to drink less or the, a reason that you've gone sober in the first place. So tell yourself out loud that reason and keep it front of mind. I found most people are pretty receptive to those reasons, to be honest, and by saying them out loud, you're allowing other people the chance to question their own relationship with drinking and with alcohol. That's something that people might not have been brave enough to do, so by doing that, you'll be helping others as well. So, you know, have a sick Christmas, Happy New Year, and here's to an exciting 2024. Hey guys, the way I stay sober over the Christmas period is by remembering the fundamental reason as to why I went sober in the first place, the reasons why I've managed to stay sober this year and the reason why I've been sober for the past six or seven years. It adds absolutely nothing to my life. And why would I want to disrupt my peace and my happiness at the one time of year where I want it the most? Hi, my name's Beck. Uh, this is my first sober Christmas, so I don't have advice, uh, but I do have a plan for what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna take it one day at a time. That's all I can do. Uh, I can't project into the future. I can't plan how other people are going to behave, how it's going to make me feel. But what I can do is focus on the moment and uh, take it from there. I have a plan for my days, so I'm not stressed out about what's coming next. Um, I'm going to bring my own drinks to events where it's BYOB. I'm obsessed with sparkling water at the moment, so that's my drink of choice. Um, and I've got a list of phone numbers to call. You know, if I'm tempted 
if I don't know how to handle a situation, call someone who I know who can help me through. I have a lot of sober mates um, that I've met through this community and other places that have been helping me and we've been helping each other. Um, reach out to people, pick up the phone before picking up a drink. And one day at a time, we can get through this and hopefully welcome in a sober new year. Hey everyone, it's Scott here. I just wanted to give you my tip going um, forward into the Christmas period. Obviously there's a huge increase in, you know, social activities, parties and things like that. So um, why not book a trip the day after you've got a, you know, a social event planned with friends and family where you may feel uncomfortable about telling them that you're not drinking alcohol. Um, that can be the perfect excuse to have to leave early. Maybe you're going to climb Snowdon for sunrise and catch amazing views. Obviously, we're uh, I think as this video goes out live, we're actually expecting a snowstorm. So that's the perfect time of year to get out, you know, take some awesome photos and just connect with nature. It can be a really good time as well just to self-reflect on, you know, your relationship with alcohol this year. What is it you want going into next year? Dry January is just around the corner as well, and that's an amazing time of year to try to look to improve your relationship with alcohol. So... I'm going to be nine years alcohol free in May next year and I really leaned on uh, connecting with the outdoors and my uh, travel photography, nature photography, really to try and fill the void that was initially left by alcohol. Um, now I don't feel there is a void and the things that I look forward to every weekend, uh, you know, connecting with the outdoors, going on hikes, whatever that is, wild swimming, uh, just trying to fill my time with things that are positive. So that'll be my number one tip. Like I say, just plan things that you can look forward to the next day and gives you a, a reason to maybe leave a party if you're feeling uncomfortable. But yeah, hopefully that helps and peace. I was just listening back to everyone's advice and I was actually sort of reminiscing on what Christmas used to be for me. And the whole day was actually based around alcohol or the whole month of December, really. Um, it sort of started with festive drinks and lots of boozy lunches with work in the first week of December. And the first couple were normally a good laugh and it was an excuse to get the afternoon off work and the weekends were filled up with sort of catching up with friends as well but actually what I meant by catching up with friends was going out and getting fucked up and you know sometimes I don't I wouldn't really remember what we actually spoke about or sometimes where we even went like I obviously remember getting there but I never would really remember coming home and all the Christmas boozing was normally accompanied with some festive snow if you know what I mean and by snow I don't actually mean snow um yeah <laughs> so uh sort of yeah you know what I mean anyway all these boozy lunches and weekends they'd continue right up to the last day of work which normally consisted sort of turning up on site locking up going for a fry up and then and then again heading straight to the pub um, and Christmas Eve would come you know and in the later years I tried to convince myself that I was only going for a couple um and I wasn't going to ruin Christmas day but after a couple of pints, you know, I'd end up staying out to the early hours of the morning, debating if it was totally morally wrong to head back to someone's for an afters, which I can gladly say around 3am, stare at the ceiling for a while till I eventually nodded off. Then I'd, I'd come downstairs, still off my nut, and then just tuck straight into Buck's Fears and a few beers, you know, as, as we open presents. Um, and then I'd head down to the pub about 12 till 2 sink loads of pints until I felt normal again and I'd very rarely, rarely eat my dinner um, and I'd just get totally battered until I passed out on the sofa around 8, 9 o'clock. Um, yeah, and then Boxing Day was my dad's birthday so it was just more of the same really, beers and, you know, parties and right the way up to New Year's Eve I'd be meeting sort of different people for pints just in that 
what we call the Christmas gooch period between um, Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. And, you know, my my aim on New Year's Eve every year was just to get as fucked as possible. And I'd often end up going right the way through to sort of 7am, 8am the next day and just entering a new year feeling absolutely fucked, which, you know, no one really wants to do. Like, everyone has the New Year, New Me thing. And uh, I'd always do really well in January in terms of not drink a lot I'd exercise loads and then I'd just go as absolutely ham in Feb but this year I'm I'm actually really looking forward to spending some quality time with my family enjoying the food like I love food now do you know what I mean I'm really really looking forward to Christmas dinner um and as fucking soppy as it sounds and wanky as it sounds I'm excited to wake up on New Year's Day without a hangover and get up early and go for a run and just sort of start off the new year on the right foot. Well, anyway, that's a um, it's enough of me talking shit. Let's go back to some of the guests and some of the members of public with some of their Christmas advice. So, take it away, guys. Tell the people you're going with that you're serious about your decision. Make sure that bars you go to have alcohol-free options. Remember this famous tactic known as the Irish goodbye. And most importantly, enjoy it. Hi, my name's Jenny from the JJ Adventures and this is my third holiday season sober, but it's the first one with my family. The holidays can be super hard for anyone to navigate, but especially when you are trying to stay sober. Here are a few of my personal recommendations for staying sober this holiday season. Let your friends and family know that you are not drinking. It's important to provide them with tangible ways that they can support you during the holidays. Visualize yourself at a holiday event from when you arrive to how you're going to respond when you're in those uncomfortable situations or scenarios when someone asks, what can I get you to drink? Or even why are you not drinking alcohol? Having an answer ready to go will make you feel so much more comfortable and confident. See if you can find a supportive friend to attend these holiday events with you. Set a time that you're gonna wanna leave a code word for when you're in an uncomfortable situation, and don't forget to bring a fun and festive mocktail. Remember, your sobriety is the most important thing this holiday season. Hi, I'm Penny at Pushpool Pen, and I have three tips to help you stay sober this Christmas as I come into my third sober Christmas. So tip number one is to be prepared for any and all interactions. You will have some people who want to interrogate you as to why you're not drinking. You might have some people who want to praise you for not drinking, or you might have some people who simply do not give a shit either way. So just be prepared for any and all interaction because you could experience any of them, maybe all on the same night. Number two, I would say to play the tape forward. I don't think anyone sets out to sit in someone's kitchen until 3am. So when you are thinking about having that first drink, think about what that will actually look like in one hour, two hours, six hours, 24 hours. And my final one is to fully immerse yourself into sobriety. A lot of the time with dry January or sober October, we're just counting down till we can drink again. So really immerse yourself into it, especially if you've got children, all of the things that you can actually remember. So those are my three top tips and good luck. Hey, my name's Kira, AKA Styling Out Sobriety on Instagram. And these are my top tips for staying sober this Christmas. The first one would have to be make sure that you have 
some drinks of choice to hand. Um, an alcohol-free alternative can be a really good option if this doesn't trigger you. A particular favourite of mine is the Fraisnet 0%. It's a nice bottle of sparkling, it feels special and you can join in with those toasts. So that's my first tip. My second thing is focus on the food. When we drink, we often take away from this incredible spread that we have uh, at Christmas. So really savour those flavours, enjoy every dish, every dessert, every piece of chocolate, because it's honestly divine. And so, yeah, lap it all up. And the third one is remember what's truly special about Christmas. It's not drinking. It's not boozing. It's not the hangover the next day. It's that amazing time with your family and your friends and your loved ones. So enjoy those moments. Focus on being present for those moments and have a great Christmas. Hello, mate. It's Luke here from the Stress Sessions podcast. And my top tips for staying sober over Christmas would be one, to surround yourself with people that are going to be there for you and that are going to support you through your sobriety. Um, and talk about it, talk about your sobriety to those people because it's interesting, it's a part of you and it's it's a good conversation start. So you can be like, oh, I don't drink because X, Y, Z. And even if you want to go, don't want to go into too much detail, it's good to chat about it because it helps you um, go back to what the reason why you stopped drinking, if that makes sense. And two would be to get as many of the favourite or your favourite alcohol-free drinks um, over the Christmas period. So I, I've done my little shopping list already. I've got my favourites. But when it hits that big day, when there's people drinking like champagne and beer and spirits or whatever on, on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, around the festive period, get your favourite alcohol-free drinks in. Um, and then you can join in the celebrations just as much as what you would have done if you would have been drinking. Um, so yeah, they're my two top tips. And yeah, have a lovely, lovely Christmas and a happy new year. Speak to you soon. So I just wanted to say like a massive thank you to everyone really, um, to people who listen, to people that have come on as guests and, you know, been open and honest and shared their story um, because um, a lot of people's stories have really helped people and they've helped me as well get through my sobriety journey because I haven't been, you know, massively open about my sobriety journey apart from the fact that I am sober um, and you know, doing this podcast has held me accountable for one, but two, it's got me through some really dark days. It's kind of been like a a form of therapy, really, for me, sitting and listening to people's stories and finding out that, you know, I'm not alone in going through this. And, you know, as long as this continues to help people, which I've had many messages telling me it does, which still blows my mind, I, I will continue to do this podcast. So this is just a little note. Um to basically say thank you to everyone who's been involved in helping me with a pod or coming and recording an episode, listening, sharing, liking it, following Instagram page. Um, and to let you know, there's a lot of exciting stuff planned for next year. Um, 
I'm looking to take the pod to a live show, um, which will be wicked with some guests. I'm doing sober meetups, so the first Sunday of every month, I'll be doing a walk with loads of other sober people in a location in London, and we'll be grabbing a coffee after. And, you know, I've got a free WhatsApp community that you can join, which is, again, surrounded by like-minded people. And if you feel like you're needing a sense of community and you don't want to pay someone 30 quid a month for a subscription fee that they're not really entitled to take off of you, come and join the WhatsApp group for free, um, you know, and and just feel a part of something because that is one of the things I was so worried about when I first went sober was that I wasn't going to know who I am. And if I'm honest, I've never, ever fucking felt more comfortable in my own skin and I've never felt more accepted, actually, by a group of people than I do at the moment. So, yeah, that is it. Signing out for the year. Um, Please like, subscribe, share, listen, follow to the pod. And if you know anyone who wants to sponsor me and sponsor this podcast, as it's currently self-funded, and I don't know if I'm ever going to financially recover from this year, then please let me know. And I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. And remember... You have got this.